This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The workday is coming to an end. It is 5 o'clock. I will see you all tomorrow. But Quinn and Chris are just getting started. Sports talk it is. Your hosts, Tony Quinn Jr. Now, I will say, the journey, and it was a journey, <laughs> to get to the press box is one of the, the toughest journeys I've been on. And Chris Ello. If he hits two home runs every game, including a glance, excuse me. <laughs> well, it's going to be one of those Man. days, huh? It's time to get you up to speed on all things sports. Yes! Plenty of nonsense in between. Oh, look! Here comes our fearless producer! Gwen and Chris starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. NFL season getting exciting. NBA season just warming up. College football season coming down to the wire. But it is Major League Baseball that is our focus. Welcome in San Diego to the Baseball Winter Meetings, live from the Manchester Grand Hyatt, right here in the Gas Lamp, San Diego, California. It is the Gwyn and Chris program. Chris Ello, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Matt Scraby all together here at the Manchester Grand Hyatt getting ready for three days of wall-to-wall coverage of baseball's winter meetings, the first time they have even had the baseball winter meetings in three years. The last time they had it was right here in San Diego, and uh, Major League Baseball has reconvened here in America's finest city. Already some news today. If you're just tuning in, Trey Turner is a Philadelphia Philly. He will be uh, there for quite a while, as a matter of fact. 11 years and $300 million for Trey Turner. Justin Verlander, he is now a New York Met. And Tony Gwynn Jr. is still my partner. How Indeed. are you, man? I'm well, man. How about yourself? It was well. A, yeah, it was. It, uh, first, let me say. I'm you happy, lost both of us I'm, last week. I'm happy to have both of you gentlemen back. Uh, man. Shout out to Frank Marchese. Uh He was fantastic. In you guys' absence. Yeah. yeah. I don't know uh, how I feel about that, but thanks, Frank. Well, I'm just saying. Uh, Frank <laughs> was awesome. Uh, he, he, he was. He, he held it down. Uh, but I, I am very happy to have you gentlemen back. Thank you. It was a long week. It was. Scraby started out on the uh, sick list. I followed him to the sick list. And uh, we have both returned healthy and ready to uh, roll here this week from baseball's winter meetings. Uh, Jesse Agler is going to be on with us today. A.J. Preller. Among others, we'll be on the program tomorrow. We've got a long list of uh, 
baseball guests for you, but uh, before we get into all of the baseball worlds, because it's the first day, we're just easing into everything. It Can was you really a, ease into the to the, to the winter meetings? It, it, it feels seems like we've been able to ease into anything. Well, the reason I feel like we're kind of easing in is because it's not it's not wall to wall people like I've seen here in the past, uh, at least not yet. And yeah, so that's, that's why I'm saying it's day one. Activity is uh, starting to percolate here a little bit. Saw Dusty Baker, Dusty Baker over there doing a little interview on the MLB Network. Now a, a World Series champion manager. Astros, of course, uh, Bob Melvin was here doing a little visit. And uh, Bob's going to be in the morning show tomorrow with Ben and Wood. So, uh, uh, yes, uh, Bud Black. Saw some luminaries. Yeah, but, uh, I see San Diego's favorite right now. Uh, uh, gosh, I can't remember his name. Well, that's okay. I don't want to remind you his name. <laughs> yeah, we don't need so, it. As soon as I remember, I'm bringing it to San Diego. MLB Network is representing, to be sure. Uh, quite a, a weekend. Brian Kenny. That's Brian Kenny, about. your guy, your favorite guy. He's here doing uh, hosting his MLB <laughs> Network show. So Tony and he will not be breaking bread no. anytime soon, I, I, I won't imagine. Uh, all right, let me just get this right out of the way. Uh, I guess the 49ers beat the Dolphins. I heard a rumor to that effect yesterday, but at least. Pretty we, accurate. At least we broke your quarterback in half, so. You, I you could did. Take, I could take I mean, something from that game, I guess. No, yeah. that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Because. What's you, ridiculous? It's football. You, you were, were up ankle play. stomping your team over there. That's ankle ridiculous. Ankle stomping. And you huh? know what? Whatever. And you know what? But they the didn't get his ankle, over. though. They didn't the get season. his ankle. They got his foot. Well, the ankle is connected to the foot bone, so it's all it's all relative. Can't can't uh, g- good uh, g- glass quarterbacks can't play in the National Football League. Got to be able to take a hit. I, I'll tell you what, the, the Niners uh, they have some bad luck. They they do in terms of their quarterback. Uh, this is probably probably some of the best football Jimmy Garoppolo has been playing. Ugh. And uh, now he's injured. Now you have to lean on, what do they call it, Mr. Irrelevant? Uh, yep. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Last pick in the major the NFL Came draft. Came out, looked good. Now, listen, that was against the defense that had no idea who this guy was, had no idea he would be playing. So I imagine next week might be a little bit more difficult. Uh, although there is a a newly uh, available quarterback on the on the uh, on the on the chopping block, well, I guess he's not on the chopping block. He's on the free agent block. I, I think th- one I- thing that was proven in that game yesterday was that the uh, 49ers, unlike every other team in the national, and I mean every other team in the National Football League, they're probably the only team in the league where the position of quarterback is not as important as it is for every other team. I mean, Kyle Shanahan puts this guy in a position where he can Wait, win. Why are you short what? passes? Good running game, great offensive line, great defense. Uh, The quarterback doesn't get put in harm's way too much. Purdy played a perfect game, uh, absolutely executed the game plan to perfection. But the 49er game plan does not call for your quarterback to be as dynamic as other teams' game plans call for. That's just accurate, Scrape. If you want to take that as a put-down, go ahead. I'm going to. I 100% agree. The San Francisco 49ers, in my opinion, have the best defense in the league, and I don't think it's really close. No. When we're talking about some of the top-tier teams, right, we're talking the Chiefs, we're talking the Dolphins. I know they lost that last game, but I still think they're one of those teams. Uh, We're talking the Eagles. We're talking the Bengals. Buffalo, Minnesota. They're the only team that's defense you can trust 
on a weekly basis. Yeah, the 49ers and, and, have given up one play in the second half of their last five games, and the guy who made it was Tyree Kill, who's the best player probably offensively in the game. So uh, the 49ers are a terrific team. They're the one. My point, point here, Scrape, you want yeah, to take well, this I, as a big negative. The whole point is, is the 49ers are probably the one team that can withstand to suit it lose their yeah. quarterback I think and still right. be an effective team. It's it, it seems unlikely that a guy like Brock Purdy is going to carry his team all the way to the Super Bowl, but if he could do it on any team, this is the one he could do it on. Out of, out of all those t- teams I named, you're probably taking Jimmy Garoppolo, even despite him playing his best football right now. You're probably taking him last on that list. Maybe you could argue you take him ahead of Kirk Cousins, but I don't think you could argue that this year. But to Chris's point, their defense gives up nothing. They give up nothing. And because of that, you got a little more room to work with. Now, this isn't the Ravens of, what was that, 2001, where they were giving up like 10 points a game. Nobody, nobody can the, play that defense Right, this anymore. is the closest thing you're going to get to it. And because of that, they are suited. That's what makes the whole Baker Mayfield thing interesting to me because – you could bring him. First of all, Baker has had no coach like Kyle Shanahan. I know we joke a lot about Kyle Shanahan a lot on this show, but the man can coach, and he definitely knows how to coach a quarterback. Um, he's never had anything like that. And my guess is you're probably more willing to put it in a guy who's had some experience on the field and say, hey, man, just don't mess it up. Just hand the ball off when we ask you to. Hit your one, res- your 15 passes that we ask you to connect on 16% of those, you'll be good. You'll win the Super Bowl that way. That can't be said. Uh, I don't know that, that you're going to feel as comfortable with Mr. Irrelevant. I don't even know his name. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Yeah, I don't he, know. He, yes. I don't know that what we saw from him is, is what we should expect from him moving forward. You know? I do take what Chris said as a slight because the 49ers offense is a little bit more complex than just throwing quick slants to the receivers. I don't think it is. But look at Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. That's the other thing. Look who you get to hit. Look who, look I'm just who, hoping that they start using Debo a little bit more. Look who said quarterback gets the kind of weapons he has on, to his disposal on the offensive end. There's just – there's Offen- a lot. There's an offensive line. You have a running back that is a multi-purpose running back. You got two really good wideouts. I don't know that there's a better situation out there. They have a good tight end too. And, I, and, and, and here's yes, the, excuse me, here's the other thing about the 49ers is that all of the good contending teams that we talked about, Tony, from the Bengals to the Chiefs to the Bills to the Eagles to the Vikings to the Cowboys – you can't take the starting quarterback off of any of those None teams. Of them. None you of took them. the starting quarterback away from any of those teams, and they'd be nothing more than mediocre. It's a wrap. Whereas the 49ers, you took the starting quarterback off their team yesterday, and they went out and beat one of the best teams in the league and beat them rather easily. I don't think there's too many teams that can say that. No. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. To me, it's a bit of a compliment that you're taking as, as a dig, and that's fine. But take it however you want to take it. Takes digs out of everything. The 49ers have a, have a really well-rounded, excellent football team. Not every team in the league can say that. No. Most teams in the league have a fantastic quarterback that makes plays and turns them and, into championship teams. And covers teams. up a lot of mistakes that are out there. For <laughs> the sure. 49ers don't need a great quarterback in order to play spectacular football, which they did yesterday for all but two plays. You know, all I got to say to that is I'm I'm still recovering all from, I have to from say COVID, to and I don't even have the energy to fight Chris on this whole thing. It's I been don't a, think, I don't, but honestly, I'm not even fighting I honestly you. think there's a reason to fight Chris on this. Usually I'm honestly I'm trying to be complimentary to your team. You're not taking it that way. <laughs> he I doesn't want your that compliments. I, that I can't help you it's with. It's the brain fog. That I can't help you with. Tonight's Monday night <laughs> football game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, speaking of quarterbacks, will be taking on the New Orleans Saints. We will have coverage of that game beginning after our program at 4.30 later on this afternoon. Of course, the college football playoff is set. USC did not get there, just could not hold the line of scrimmage against Utah, could not tackle anybody in that championship game on Friday night, and Utah ran away with that 47-24 victory. USC is a team that needs a great quarterback. They don't have too much else, and their quarterback got hurt. They couldn't lean on an offensive line or a defensive line or anybody to make a they, tackle they, for that matter. They couldn't lean on their quarterback either because he, got, he hurt. got hurt. So they had no chance to stand up to Utah. TCU did survive despite losing to Kansas State. I think well-deserved. You go to overtime, you earn your spot in the national tournament. So it'll be Georgia against Ohio State, which I think will be a pretty good first-round game. I think most people are assuming that Ohio State's just going to get blasted by Georgia. I wouldn't go ahead and assume that quite yet. Ohio State played pretty good football this year despite their one loss. Michigan didn't lose any. They'll take on TCU. That would be a surprise to me if TCU can knock off Michigan, but stranger things have happened in the world of college football. We'll get into that. We will get into the World Cup. The United States exited peacefully on uh, Friday morning, I guess it was, or Saturday morning. Went down 3-1 to, uh, to one to the Netherlands. So the World Cup has continued, but we'll have to do so without the Americans. And uh, we will talk about that. College basketball, Aztecs are back in business tonight. They will be uh, home to Troy. The Aztecs moved up to number 22 in the national rankings today. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about college basketball as well. NBA, who is this guy, new guy the Lakers got? This uh, number three. Yeah. He, he looks yeah, pretty yeah. good. He looks 99 points the guy scored in two games this weekend. I'm talking about Anthony Davis. Put up a 44, followed that with a 55, 
shot 70% from the field in the two oh. games. He's the first guy to do that, My. 90 points plus 70% shooting in back-to-back games since Kevin McHale did it 37 years lineup. ago. That's how good Anthony Davis is all of a sudden playing. He must have heard me and others complaining about how he was not playing well early in the season because he's uh, rolling right now, and all of a sudden the Lakers find themselves back in the mix a little bit with a record of 10 and 12, and Tony finds himself with a smile on his face. <laughs> I tell you, I've been saying it for the last two years. Uh, with with LeBron, I know really, uh, what, is, what is the word? He's scrapping with, the, with father time right now to keep his position. Yeah. It was going to always be a, incumbent upon Anthony Davis to play at an MVP level. The last time he did this was the bubble season. What happened that season? The Lakers won a championship. It was always going to be this way. In order for the Lakers to, to, to have any chance of, of living up to the potential that a lot of people have for them, Anthony Davis has to be at this level. Now, I'm not saying 50, a double nickel and 17 every night, but he's got to play at this level. And what we've seen is a healthy Laker team, right, because at least from Anthony Davis, you think he's missed two games all season long, uh, actually get a chance to play together. That was really been the main the missing piece from the last two years, those two guys, LeBron and AD, hadn't been healthy playing with one another this year. All three, including Russell Westbrook, who had 15 assists in that last game, all starting to gel and play pretty well. And it, for right now, it feels good to be a Laker fan once again. Yeah, knocked off the Milwaukee Bucks on the road Friday night. Oh, that, that was, was impressive. The, that was the marquee victory they were looking for to hopefully get themselves springboarded back into contention but uh, we are at the manchester grand hyatt we are uh, thinking talking eating breathing major league baseball the winter meetings are underway gwen and chris are here to cover it for the next three days so uh, we will talk plenty about what the padres will do want to do should do could do it's all coming up as the program gets rolling jesse agler will bat lead off for us the voice of padre baseball when we come back it is Gwen and Chris underway for a Monday. Happy to be with you on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Two twenty-one on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scravey, and joining us here. At the winter meetings, my other partner, Jesse Agler, in the building. Jesse, first and foremost, man, how how is your off season gone, man? Is we, we spent a lot of time <laughs> on the baseball diamond, or at least in the stadium, and now you've gotten a little break, been able to decompress. How, how you feeling? I'm ready to go. <laughs> how many days till spring training? When do pitchers and catchers report? He said his cutoff point is Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's back. when he turns the page to the next season. Yeah, like Thanksgiving, like up until then. And, you know, it's funny because with the deep playoff run this year, I thought maybe I would need a little, little yeah, 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 like I'd get to New Year's or something. No, like I love Thanksgiving, my favorite year off season, did that, and like the next morning, all right, we we got some stuff to do here. Is there a game? Yeah. (laughs) I'm ready to go. All right, Mariners, let's dive in. (laughs) Well, there's there's plenty of news, uh, at least leading into this winter meetings, right? Usually... You know, the conversations happen here, and then maybe a week later you start to get the actual deals coming through. And this offseason hasn't worked that way. We've seen, at least today, uh, Verlander go to the Mets for 86 mil over two years. We saw Trey Turner 
go to the Phillies for 300 mil at 11 years. Um, we've seen Jose Abreu, who it sounded like the Padres were really in on, get sneaked away by the Astros. Uh, it's been some movement for it being pretty early. Hot stove is hot. Yeah, yeah it's burning. Um, it's fun right now. The Trey Turner thing is the most interesting one. Uh, really, the year is more than anything else. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of felt to me like we had reached the point in baseball, right, where 30-year-old guys are not going to get 11-year deals anymore. You know, so many teams have been burned by it. Pools is the easy example, although he obviously turned it around the last couple or the last year and a half, I guess. But um, I just didn't think we were going to see that anymore. But I think if anybody was going to give out that contract, it's probably going to be Dave Dombrowski. Yeah. This is his M.O. Like, you sh we shouldn't be talking about those guys as realistic targets, but we are, and they are, and that's just really cool. Would they be at, like, the top of my list in terms of who's needed? No. But would yeah. they be great? Of course they would. So, yeah, you should be disappointed. Before you even ask me, I'll tell you, hey, Jesse, if you could do it, pitching, always. Answer, that is always, always, always the answer to that question for me. Give me, like, six more starters. I love Darvish. I love Musgrove. Blake's great. <laughs> Give me, like, six more starting. Martinez, Marion, wonderful. Give me six more starting pitchers, and we'll figure it out as it goes. I tell you what, you guys are in luck because Jesse and I haven't really seen each other, so you guys might be a little bored about this nerd, about to nerd out on some of the, the guys who are available right now. I, I thought the Abreu deal in particular was uh, it was disappointing in, from that standpoint because it – there are. It's not very often that you get to an offseason, right, where a team has gotten to an NLCS and they're like a perfect kind of piece that would fit in perfectly, right? And um, that I think Jose Abreu, for the piece from the Padres standpoint, yeah. seemed like that piece. Yeah. So where do you pivot now? And the interesting thing is, right? You heard the we heard the talk about Turner, not just Turner, Bogarts, some of these other shortstops. You start to have the conversation of of where the pieces fit and how they move. Uh, what, what's your take on that? I don't know. I, I don't know that we're, like, even there yet necessarily yeah, yeah. because you got to wait and see how it all sort of goes from here on out. Um, you know, oh, is Jake going to play first? Are they going to trade that guy? Are they going to move this guy here? I, I don't know. I think they probably have plan A, B, C, D, E, and F. Obviously, if you would have signed a preview, that changes things. If you would have signed Turner, that changes things. Right. Maybe they sign somebody else later this afternoon. Maybe they sign somebody tomorrow. Next week, we'll see. And that would completely alter, uh, you know, the, the complexion of the infield or the outfield. Maybe Profar comes back. Maybe he doesn't. So, I don't know. I, I think... That's Again, right. totally forgot. forget yeah. that Profar is still a free agent out there. We we know with AJ, every rock is going to be turned over, and it is an eyewash. He's not doing no. it just to do it. He's doing it because he has interest. And so trying to predict what the first day of spring training is going to look like now uh, is a very difficult thing to do on November. <laughs> nope, December 5th. That's good. I have no idea what month it is. That's all right. Jesse Agler's with us. We have, <clears throat> excuse me, you know who you are. Um, my voice is still recovering. <laughs> from last week so please bear with that um but what would you do if if they did get a bogart like if you were bob melvin what would be your and you still have every other piece available to you it's, is it what too would difficult? you do chris <laughs> well i would move uh i would honestly i would probably end up moving fernando to uh well, let's see. see the no, here's that, the thing. That's, that's the, that is the this is, have to go to the outfield. I'd have to put Cronenworth But then, like, is there another is, – is there, a, is there a, what's happening with Kim? What's happening with Christian? What's happening with Cronenworth? It's, it's all cart before the horse. You know, I think you have to really know what the full roster is going to look like. Now, I will not answer your question, but <laughs> say something else sort of related to it. I, I am starting to believe more firmly, and, and Tony and I will probably talk about this quite a bit in spring training, 
that I, I would rather make the flurry of moves in the offseason than at the deadline. I'm starting yes. to be more into Leary with, with position players. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm starting just after the last couple of years. And, and, look, this isn't a shot at Adam Frazier. This isn't a shot at Josh Bell, anything like that. It's just that even Soto, you know, was, was not Soto when, when he showed up. I, I like the idea of these guys being point. in the room in Peoria on February whatever when everybody reports. Um, so I would like to see the activity now. January, early, early February into mid-February if necessary. Not that you can't go out and make a move at the deadline, but with position players. I think pitching is maybe different to me. But I'm really starting to more firmly believe, like if I was a general manager, I would would try and get all of this as close to ready as possible now. Not always realistic. And look, if there is something great out there at the deadline, you got to do it. And and I I certainly wouldn't second-guess the moves that were made last year. I think when they happened, it was like, man, that's the perfect move to make. Um, but I, I think after seeing a couple things the last couple of years, I now have a team-building philosophy in my own mind um, that, that you want to <laughs> make the big changes more in the winter if it's, possible. It's a, it's a great point because, what, we basically spent the month of August, month of September waiting for guys to get acclimated. And fortunately for the Padres, they got acclimated at the right time. Playoffs came. They were ready to roll. But to your point, it probably is an easier transition. Yeah. And matter of fact, we know that from talking to Josh Bell, from talking to Soto. Easier transition for that to happen before the season. You come in, you get a chance to know your teammates in, 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 a, in a form that isn't so got to be ready now spring, form. Spring training is so important. It is. It really is. And, and here's the other thing, uh, and I, I got to get your take on this. DeGrom, we haven't discussed him oh. yet. He gets the, what, eight years, 185 or something along those lines. We're... Are you surprised? Because, you know, you, in the, in our industry, the rumor was, or at least the, the noise that was being made, was that he, that's not a dude you want to, to give a, a long-term deal. However, the Rangers doctors looked at it. They said, let's go with it. The Rangers are in that mode right now, and good for them. Yeah. Obviously good for Jake and his family. Absolutely. Um, you know, but there you, you need a couple teams like that every year, right, who are just in – uh, how do I say it on the radio? Just let's go for it mode. Um, you, you need because that's fun, right? That's good for the sport. Now, is it good for the Mets? Is it good for Jacob Degrom's legacy? We'll find out. Um, I I generally don't love when a guy who's had the kind of history that Degrom had leaves a team, particularly one that they could have made something work. I would imagine they have the resources to do it. Um, I, I just don't know that that's usually great for baseball, but I, I do think it's good for baseball when you have a team that's just going for it. And like, you know, last year they did it with Seager. They got Boach coming in as the manager. Um, he's a fascinating story. Now they've got the new GM uh, with CY. So it'll be, it'll be cool. They'll be fascinating. Will they be good? I don't know, but they'll be interesting. And I'm all for more interesting teams yeah. uh, for what we do. They're trying for growing the sport. Yes. That's it, man. Better that than whoever else. Yeah. Even the Pirates signed somebody this offseason. So anything's yeah. possible. Uh, Jesse Agler's with us. Jesse, who did you root for in the World Series once the Padres lost to the Phillies? Or could you watch the World Series? I could not watch game Make one. Make yourself a fan for I a minute. I could not watch game really? one. Really? I was yeah. interested. I mean, I have not missed a lot of innings of the World Series in my life. Yeah. I really haven't. I mean. Couldn't watch game one. Couldn't watch game one. Just then I got into tough. it. Really good series. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I, I think I found myself rooting for the Astros. I was about to say, are you, yeah. on, about are you in the so – I was going to ask you, are you in the boat of my, that team beat my team? No, I don't like that. Okay. okay. You know what that reminds me of? It's the thing, and it's become a little less prevalent now. But, like, you know, Alabama would be, like, smoking 
Auburn in the SEC championship game, and the Auburn fans would be chanting SEC, <laughs> like taking pride. It's like no, 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 no. That's that's not a thing. Like I'm not big on that whole bit of it. It yeah. was, and and look, I think the Phillies are actually very likable. They are. Um, I was, as you and I talked about a lot, incredibly impressed with the manager Rob Thompson. Yes. They got some yes. cool players on there. They got some guys we know. I went to college with their first base coach. Like I know somebody in their front office. Like there are connections there that, in a vacuum, I'd probably be rooting for the Phillies. I think Dusty was like the tiebreaker. That was my thing. Yeah. That was my thing. Too. I was like, you know what? Go Dusty. Yeah. It, it, you know, that man has done so much for yeah. the game. Uh, you wanted to see him finally get over the hump. I got a chance to speak to him briefly before he went on the MLB Network. He's like, now I'm gonna get greedy. I was like, good for you. Yeah, see, you, you should. should. You should. You talk. You don't often say in sports somebody deserves something, you know, because it's all about earning it and actually going out and getting it. Like Dusty Baker deserves to have that ring. He deserves to have that on his resume for the rest of his life. To your point, he earned it, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he did. He, though, yeah. he really did. Jesse, I know uh, you are in the. The mix here, as everybody else has, appreciate you coming and spending some time with us, brother. Wonderful to see you both. All Thank three you, of Jesse. You. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse Agler joining us here at the winter meetings. We're going to step away, take a break. When we come back, the good, the bad, the ugly of week 13 in the NFL. More going to Chris on the way. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Win and Chris from the Baseball Winter Meetings. Welcome back to it on San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan, home of the Padres. And uh, you can listen to Sam Levitt's new weekly podcast called In Sandy, Inside San Diego Baseball. Sam's going to cover everything going on with the Padres. Around here at the Winter Meetings as well. You'll be able to find his new weekly podcast at 97.3thefansd.com or the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. That's Sam Levitt's new podcast, which is Inside San Diego Baseball. Sammy Lev, getting it done, even during the off season. Don't yeah, forget our coverage of the baseball winter meetings presented by Petter Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Poway. Nobody does it better than Petter. Shout out to Sammy Lev. He was going to he was going to uh, come in last week and uh, and do some fill in. Do some fill in, but you know he thought I, he'd let Frank Marchese start. You know, Frank. He, he, we realized he was in good hands. I was in good hands with Frank, and uh, yeah, it worked out well. So yeah, shout out to Sam. Sammy is a uh, a valuable piece to the ninety seven three. 
puzzle. Oh, he no most doubt. certainly is. Do you know that Sammy and I are going to be doing a sh- uh, coach's show on Thursday from Su- 10 to 2? Super utility. Super you utility, yes. in this In this industry. Yeah, absolutely. So, Sammy and I. The Coach? Sammy and Scraby show, oh, 10 to Lord. 2 on Thursday. That should be a doozy. That's what we uh, called it when we filled in for you guys that one time. Sammy and Scraby. Coach and Braden are going to the uh, Army-Navy game again yeah, talk this about weekend. something fun. They go every year to the Army-Navy game. Yeah, Good for do. them. All right, uh, Maddie DeLeo is uh, doing a great job running the board today, and uh, she's going to show us just how great of a job she's doing because she's going to drum up a little <laughs> NFL music for us right about now. And there it is. See that? Nice. And that kicks us off on today's Good, Bad, and Ugly Recap of week 13 of the National Football League. We start with the good. Nobody was better last night than the Dallas Cowboys who rolled up five touchdowns in the fourth quarter alone to bury the Indianapolis Colts. Here's one of them. 9.54 left. First down pitch off. Left to Pollard. Wending his way through people. 20, 15, 10, 5. Pollard. Dancing and walking the dog. Touchdown for the second time tonight. Dallas uh, ends up running away from Indianapolis. The final was 54 to 19. It was 21 to 19 with 11 minutes to go. Dallas scored 33 points in 11 minutes. There are eight NFL teams that have not scored 33 points in a game this year. Was it, in your opinion, Dallas being explosive or the Colts just completely falling apart? Well, the wheels came off they came for off. the Colts. Okay. Yeah, the wheels came off. They turned so the ball over. So less impressed with what Dallas did, more, more well, so it was on. Well, it was a good 11 minutes <laughs> for the Cowboys. I mean, they, they had a pick six in there. They had a fumble return, set up another one. Tony Pollard, that one right there. Tony Pollard was running uh, I needed wide. 20 points from him last night to win in my other league, and that – Put it over the top. That was amazing. So excited I, I tell you, I, I tell you what. Uh, all of a sudden, they got two pretty good-looking running backs that are a change of pace from one another. That can be de- could be tough to, to deal with during playoff time. Let Dallas. me ask this for the Colts. Uh, Jim Irsay has fired Carson Wentz, saying it was his fault that they lost. Jim Irsay has fired Frank Reich, thinking it was his fault. Jim Irsay has fired or demoted Matt Ryan to put Sam Ellinger, thinking it was his fault. Then he brought in Jeff Saturday, thinking he was going to turn things around. Nothing has turned I'll him around. There's one common denominator of that whole thing. i got to tell you what. None of that matters. You I know, because he's the owner. Because he's the owner. Because he's the owner. But he should know. Not going to fire himself. He's ruining he's his own cer- team. Certainly not gonna Step away, bro. Certainly not going to fire himself. Philadelphia Eagles continue on with the best record in the National Football League. They are now 11-1, and and it was A.J. Brown, the former Tennessee Titan, who tore up the Tennessee Titans yesterday. Back, pumps, looks. He is floating it deep for A.J. Brown, who has it. He took it. And he scores. A.J. Brown took it away from Trey Avery and scored his second touchdown of the game. That was an unbelievable catch. The guy was in his lap as they jumped for the ball in the corner of the end zone. A.J. Brown looked like he did a magic trick. Somehow pulled the ball through the other guy's body (laughs) into his own midsection. It was an amazing play. Talking about just tricking a defender like he didn't put his hands up to the very last second yeah and did you use his the defender's shoulder to to secure the ball touchdown aj brown huge day against his former team i'm sure uh he enjoyed that thoroughly 
Yes, he did. 35-10, Eagles enjoy an 11-1 record. On the AFC side, the uh, number one seed Kansas City Chiefs took one on the chin yesterday. The one team that Patrick Mahomes can't seem to beat is the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. Joe surveys the defense, two deep safeties for Tennessee. Joe catches the shotgun snap, fakes the P-Rhyme, floats it toward the end zone, and Higgins, oh, he's got it! Touchdown, oh, yeah. Bengals! There's our hero again, the Cincinnati Bengals. Hey, baby, hey, ho, hey! Color guy. <laughs> Joe Burrow, touchdown pass, 27-24. Cincinnati goes to 8-4. and four. They've won eight of their last ten. Chiefs fall to nine and three into the bad category we go and unfortunately for the dolphins bad means they lost for the 49ers it means they lost their quarterback jimmy garoppolo for the season san francisco still had christian mccaffrey though kittle goes in motion Ayuk. with Ayuk. jennings and debo were right here's purdy out of the gun looking for mccaffrey on the goal line touchdown That sounds bad most weeks. It sounds really bad this week after it happened to the Dolphins. 49ers roll the Dolphins, spotted them a touchdown, too, on the first play of the game. But 33-17, it was all Niners. Tua Tagovailoa, we haven't talked about him, Tony. He looked a lot like the guy that everybody thought he was in that game. I don't know if it was him or just because the 49er defense is so good and he wasn't ready to play up to that level. Because he missed a ton of passes. He did. And listen, I I think that has a lot to do with the 49ers defense. They have made a lot of teams, other than maybe Patrick Mahomes, not look like their normal self. So uh, I I thought it was a good test for both teams. I think think the, the Dolphins will be able to learn a little bit of something about that themselves in that game. The 49ers certainly only confirm what I think they believe the entire season about themselves. Yeah, they are an awfully good football team, but we'll see what they do now with Brock Purdy leading the way the rest of the season. Also in the bad category, <clears throat> excuse me, two good teams, Vikings and the Jets. But mm. the Jets, just a miserable day in the red zone, one for six. They were down inside the 10-yard line practically the entire fourth quarter could not win that football game so justin jefferson's 10-yard touchdown catch here held up minnesota has been quality on third down today eight of 15 third and six from the jets 10 kirk out of the shotgun straight drop looking to the right throwing to the right has a man and that man is good touchdown he's jj Justin Jefferson indeed once again, but the Jets had the ball first and goal at the two-yard line with a chance to win the game. Got the ball back, got it back down to the 10-yard line. Too many field goals for the Jets. They're a much improved team, though, I must say. I'll tell you what, you can't feel good if you're Zach Wilson after two starts. And that was against a good Vikings team Yeah, that uh, Mr. White went out and put out another really good show. He went went up up, and down the field. They just couldn't punch it in. I guarantee you the offensive side of the ball – is, is looking at their head coach like, please do not go back to where we were before because they just seem, even if you just, just look, look at the body language of their offense during the course of that game, they were losing most of that game. They never seemed like they got down and were out of it. And I think that has a lot to do with the quarterback. Vikings finally win it 27-22 to improve to 10-2. and Green Bay and Chicago, until yesterday, 
The Chicago Bears were the all-time NFL leading franchise in wins. No longer the case. Now that is the Green Bay Packers after the Pack rallied back to beat the Bears. Rodgers in the shotgun. Dylan to his left. Third down snap. Rodgers looking left. Waiting. Scrambles right. Throws. End zone. Watson. Touchdown. Right corner of the end zone. Christian Watson. A huge play for the Packers. And they're right back in it. Trailing 16-9. And Christian Watson would score later in the ball game on an end around. This guy's become out of absolute nowhere to be uh, not only a fantasy hero, but a hero to the Packers. Justin Fields keeps doing his thing, except for the keep hanging losses on the poor guy at the end of the day. Hey, I, I tell you what, as for as much criticism as Aaron Rodgers got for how hard he was on his wide receivers, he's starting to get some fruit from uh, from those very same wide receivers, particularly that one who dropped, I believe it was like the, the highlight that was shown throughout week one, a long bomb yeah. right off his hands, couldn't call it. He's scoring touchdown every week now, it seems like. Two. Two touchdowns. Two more yesterday, 28-19 by the time it was over. In the ugly category, any game with Deshaun Watson, and it had to be ugly, but this was especially so. The Browns' offense did not score, but they got a touchdown on a punt return. They got a touchdown on a fumble return, and the Browns scored on this. Allen takes the snap, drops the throw. Here comes Miles Garrett. They throw the ball, got tipped and picked off. It got picked off, and there goes Tony Fields for a touchdown. Cleveland Browns score a hat trick of touchdowns on special teams and defense. They beat uh, the Houston Texans 27-14 to in an ugly game. Probably wasn't as ugly as Baltimore and Denver. Denver's been in the ugly category every single week this entire season. Russell Wilson just can't get out of his own way. I'm so sad for Russell. So sad for Russell. His defense held the lead until the final moments when backup quarterback Ricky Huntley saved the day for the injured Lamar Jackson. Huntley takes the snap, runs to the right, touchdown Ravens! Tyler Huntley with the first touchdown of the day! And with 28 seconds remaining, the Ravens are an extra point away from their first lead of the day. They would get that extra point. I mean, was Justin Tucker going to miss it? Uh, Tyler Huntley scores the touchdown from two yards out. Ravens over the Broncos, 10-9. to The final game in our ugly category for Week 13, the Washington Commanders, the New York Football Giants. Terry McLaurin, he didn't want to tie, but that's what would end up happening. No huddle again for Washington. Crowd is getting loud here. It's a big third down. See if Washington can convert here. Giants break five. Pressure off the edge. Heineke throws back towards Terry McLaurin, who bends back, makes a catch at the 10, gets away from a defender, and goes in. Touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. Washington would have a lead in the game. The Giants would come back. It would finish in a 20-20 tie, the second tie. I feel like we haven't had ties season. all year. It's only the second time. Yeah, it's only the second time. There's been three or four other games that have come close. I wonder, does the NFL really want to stay with just a 10-minute overtime period? I mean, or do they just want to run the risk of ties? Because each team basically gets one possession in overtime, and if you don't score, 
the tie is the only other option. My, right. my favorite part about the tie is when the game is over, everybody looks so confused on the field. <laughs> Nobody knows like, what to do. Like, what do we do here? Uh, well, I guess we're going to go congratulate you even yeah. though there's nothing to congratulate for. My guess is we, there, I know there's only been two, but there's been a lot of conversation this year about ties. My guess is that they're going to address it at some point. Because i got to imagine you don't, you don't want games ending in ties. No, I mean, I know they want to protect the players yeah, to a certain a, extent. That's the other thing. You don't want to extend the game because – They don't want to extend the game too much, but just at least play a full 15-minute quarter. Yeah. I think what happens is the the first team gets the ball. They drive, get a couple of first downs, and maybe they punt. And you look up, there's three minutes left. Right. And everybody's like, wait, what happened to the overtime period? But uh, that's that tie kind of snuck up on everybody yesterday. The Giants are 7-4-1. and one. The Commanders are 7-5-1. and one. And that wraps up the good, the bad, and the ugly for week 13. And it also wraps up a phenomenal job back in the studio by Maddie DeLeo. Nice job, who Maddie. Was right on top of every one of those highlights. I got to say, that well is done. expert level board running right You know there. it's not expert way, level Maddie. right there? You picking up your headphones with the mic like, on. No kidding, <laughs> man. She's doing a great Jeez, job back the there. You're. You're subterfuging the entire I had to, operation. I had to dive over the table to tell everybody how great of a job that was. Yeah, well, be careful. Don't Jeez, hurt yourself. I missed. I missed. I had no outlet last week, guys. Like, I was yelling at the dog about certain stuff. I was just trying to watch a bunch of movies to keep my mind going. Um, but I missed being able to just say crazy things, guys. Yeah. I uh, did. I bet. You're making up for it today. Are you okay? No, I'm, I'm not 100% yet. I'm you know, still trying to come back. I mean, some, some listener told me this, but every time you get mad at me, say, be careful, I'll give you COVID again. Scraby's <laughs> <laughs> just passing it out around here, these parts. I did feel bad, though. I really did. I was like, because Chris called me on Wednesday, and I just heard it in his voice of, oh, no, he's got it, too. Yeah. That's the way it goes, Fred. <laughs> Thanks to you, I'm still struggling. I, I know my laugh probably sounds disgusting, too. <laughs> you guys right. are too funny. Take us to break, Tony. Is it my turn? Oh, no, yeah. I think we're a little early. It is now. Uh, we got, I think we're a little we got, early. We got a little time, so I'll hang on. Uh, i tell you what. One of the things that I found without you guys is that there's a lot less bickering going on. Like, uh, oh. you, you know, me and Frank just had a, a normal conversation most days. Uh, but you guys, I, I got to admit, I missed the bickering. I missed the bickering. So, I'm, as I said earlier, I'm happy to have you guys back. Uh, even even if it's less than 100%, at least on Chris's side. Yeah. Uh, you guys will, you know, hopefully soon fully be healthy. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, Daily Gambit on the way. Get a, a dose of, of Mr. Matt Scraby again. I mean, we, we've got Daily Gambits from Frank for the last week. And they were good, and too. They were pretty good, I you must know, say. Frank went off I of the say, old format. I must say. I, I, it was it was a dose of fresh air to go back hey, to the old just, format. Just, just know that every time I saw Frank's sheet, I wanted to delete it because it was too beautiful. <laughs> it was too beautiful. <laughs> More going to Chris all the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 